3: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be, uh, you know, of the program here for the next two hours. I uh, promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, as we have determined, that's more of a uh, more of a guideline than a policy. More, more of, of a, a suggestion. Suggestion. More of a suggestion, than a policy. We uh, we end up. Uh, listen, we, that's the, that's the goal. We start that way. But, you know, you're tripping a rabbit hole, yeah. and before you know, you're, uh, you're on YouTube teaching a camel to speak Spanish. You know, or something, cats. something like that. Some cats. Uh, hey, listen, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corp.
1: Approved memos. Lead a workshop. Remember
4: birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. Great to have you here, sir. Great to have you here. How, how are things in the, uh, in the world of Earl?
5: Very good. Very busy,
4: very busy. You know, it's it's a uh, you know, I mean, we've said that a couple of times here recently. the The, the world of Earl. It sounds like a <laughs> like a discovery special, you know, or something or maybe something with the uh, the royal family, you know, or something along those lines. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's definitely better than uh, his name is Earl. I think that was the name of the yeah, show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The uh, m- name of the show. I never watched. Yeah, yeah, it's. Listen, it is a pretty funny show. But you know, Jason uh, Lee is a pretty funny guy, show oh yeah. Uh, serious actor turned comedy. So but uh good stuff, good stuff. Um, hey, on the left would normally be the courtroom assassin, the illegal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. But he is not here. He's not here. Have JD, will travel. Yeah, he's always on the move. He's always on the move. We'll get him back here one day. I know what we're going to do. Like I said, Earl and I are already splitting his paychecks, so, you know. That's, <laughs> uh, Let's see. That's yeah. Nothing for you mm-hmm. and nothing, nothing for me. Oh, wait, a minute. wait a
5: minute. Like, one one for you, one for me, two for you, one,
4: two for me. <laughs> yeah, three for you, one, two, two three, three for, for me. me. Yeah, we get uh, next we're going to split his gear. All right. So, so then, then you know he's going to show up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not worried so much about the pay. He's worried about the gear. So, exactly. And it is... Uh, it is tough to get the gear, you know what we got a, I know we' got a story about uh ammunition shortage. Um, I ran into some of it this week you know uh, yeah i di- I did actually on the way out here too i, I uh, let's tell a story um I will frequently stop at a gun store i've never seen or a gun store where maybe I know somebody i like i prefer the ones i don't i don't know somebody which is few and far between, but i 'll go to the big the big places that have ammo you know we yeah, know walmart 's gone, the big box stores. yeah. Um, and uh, just to see what they have. And uh, if they have, I don't know, a box of 50 of 9 mil for a regular price, I'll buy it. Now, most of the time, I don't keep it for myself because people know us as gun guys. So they're always coming up to us going, hey, man, you got any ammo? No, no, I don't have any. <laughs> well, every once in a while, I like to be Santa Claus. And I go, uh, I got a box of 50, but it's like a buck around now. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, you know, I listen, you, you know who the people are that need ammo, and you know who the people are th- that are hoarding ammo.
5: Um, yeah.
4: And uh, there's a difference between prepping and getting ammo that you need. Now, if you, if you have, say, 10,000 rounds, but it took you 10 years to acquire it, I've got no issue with that. If you decide you want 10,000 rounds worth of ammo because you just want 10,000 rounds worth of ammo, great. But when there's a shortage going on, like there is now, and if you found 10,000, and bought ten thousand and kept it for yourself, then I'd say you're, you're a hoarder and probably a bit of a pennis. But you know, but that's uh... okay. So I, <laughs> I I I shouldn't tell you what I got last week. Well, no, listen, because <laughs> I know if you got,
5: you took care of people that you know that needed and didn't have. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You you can tell the difference of somebody, who is I'm going to say jumping on the bandwagon yeah. of oh my gosh it's short I need to go get some yeah. versus somebody who's been looking and trying, you know, legitimately looking yeah. and trying before all this started, but just has had bad luck and yeah. hasn't been able, you know, they've, they've legitimately been trying to plan right. ahead, right. but for no fault of their own were unsuccessful.
4: Talking nine months now, you know, and this is, uh, yeah. this is for, for two weeks to flatten the curve. For two weeks to flatten the curve, exactly right. This is, is kind of like uh, the toilet paper thing. I remember going over a friend's house and using the bathroom and there was, you know, like 200 rolls of toilet paper in there. And I said, what are you doing with 200 rolls of toilet paper? He said, well, there's a shortage going on. I said, we-
5: yeah, I see why. <laughs> yeah. It's all at your house. You're
4: exactly right, you know. Uh, now, I, I understand we didn't have any idea how long that was going to last, and some people did run out of toilet paper. But, uh, listen, if you're the one person that lets, your, lets you get down to the last roll of the house, and we've all been there, we've all made that mistake and assumed there was more under the cabinet, um, but uh, but then you go out and you buy everything you can find. Yeah. Now don't to, you? don't do that. Don't do that. That's uh, that's bad. Uh, that's bad. Uh, you know, uh, association with the neighbors there. You know, you gotta. You uh-huh. know, it, should, you know, it should be nice with people. But um, yeah. So I had a friend call me and said, uh, "Well, the first question was, do you have any nine mil?" And he, you can once once you're done laughing, you know, <laughs> you can say, "Do you,
5: you mean you, you know in total or <laughs> you on said, me right now?" Here.
4: Uh, I said, um, "What would he need?" He goes, "Well." I'm still looking for more. I've got a sight in. In fact, he's got a Keltec sub 2000. Okay. And I said, well, you know, that only takes like three rounds to sight in <laughs> a rifle if you do it properly, right? You know. Um, yeah, but then I want to shoot. I got to load the mags. And okay, okay, good. Um, n- no, I don't have. I don't have anything to spare. <laughs> um, he said, well, what's a good price? And I said, listen, based on what I've seen right now, and your typical price for ammo for for Plinkin ammo. Brass plinking ammo for nine millimeter, twenty five cents. You know, is uh, twenty five cents a round is about what it, about a normal price for just a cheesy plinking ammo. Um, and I told him, if you can find it for sixty cents a round or lower right now, get it. Yeah, get it because um, it's going for as much as $1 a dollar round, which is a thousand dollars for a case of a thousand. Um, and he said, well, I just found some. It's brass reloads. It's $600. And I said, well, get it. <laughs> yeah. Get Ooh, it. Get ow. it. And, but And he said, I said, you don't have anything, do you? Uh, he just had the other box up 50 that he snaked off me a week before that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I told him, I said, I want that box up 50 back. Too. <laughs> uh, um, and he said. Uh, yeah, he, he knows an easy mark. Yeah, he said, I, he said, should I really? I'm like, you call me once a week and ask, who's got it? And where can I find it? And now you finally found it and you don't want it? Listen, this is not going to end soon. You know. Yeah, it,
5: sa- it sounds like to me yeah. he's an asshole.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He asks you yeah.
5: your opinion, oh, yeah. you give him advice, yeah. and he doesn't follow it.
4: Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. So, uh, he uh, at least Kevin gets paid for that. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, with the ammo, get that, I get that a lot. With, <laughs> I, get, I get that a lot with the ammo with this guy. He, uh, I don't want to say other other reasons. No, um, but uh, yeah, I told him get it, get it, because if you can find that ammo, folks, right now, buy it, put it away. Just what you need. And listen, um, if they're trying to come through the door of your house, a thousand rounds is plenty. You know, yeah. you, don't,
5: you don't need to get yeah, the, you, you, you know, yeah, like, cases and pallets yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, don't don't go crazy right now. You know, five, ten thousand rounds. Nobody can really afford right. that.
4: Well, I mean, because you still need some ammo to go to range with. It's a perishable yeah, skill.
5: Exactly.
4: All right, you're listening to Arms and Radio. your July from the Ideal of Self Defense Studios in Bravo.
9: That's
3: 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the ideal Conceal cell phone pistol studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast
1: to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. you got got... Let's see. You got Earl on the turntables. I'm on the microphone, and uh, we are just <laughs> ready to get down and give you some less Nespin. Here we go. All right. Um, we got uh, passenger at Philadelphia Airport. Have you seen this one, Earl? The uh, passenger yeah, at Philadelphia Airport. Normally, folks, we give you some TSA stuff. It's usually the TSA follies. I don't want you to think that TSA is only, uh, you know, the uh, the the clown cops running around there. They're, they are. They do catch a lot of stuff. You know. I mean, we I mean, use a. Use a net. You're gonna catch some fish. You know, <laughs> you just, <laughs> eventually. I'm just saying,
5: to, sooner, or <laughs> later. Even a blind squirrel catches, <laughs> finds a nut every now and, exactly and
4: then. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, uh, TSA, uh, if you're listening to us right now, it's uh, yeah, get back to work. Okay, you shouldn't be listening to us. Break that's time's over. Yeah, yeah, freaking unions. All right, let's huh. see. Uh, <laughs> no, no,
5: worse. Yeah, government job. Yeah, though no, that's what I meant. I meant like the <laughs> government union job, government
4: union, federal union employees. You know, that's not the, the double
5: whammy there. I'm
4: not referring to my local city and state uh, employees that have, <laughs> have unions. Yeah, you get one of them federal union jobs. Ooh. Yeah, you can go in there and poop on a desk and you're good to go. <laughs> what happened there? Well, doctor said I should go when I need to. <laughs> and there you go. He just pooped on the pooped on some director's desk somewhere and you're good to go. So uh, see this is what I was talking about. This is the rabbit hole. This is this Yeah, exactly. Passenger at Philadelphia Airport. Uh, try sneaking a gun through security. Well, you know, listen, people have gotten guns through security. We've, we've talked about oh, those yeah. before. Um, you know, and it, you've had accidentals. Or, you know, people just, I, I took my backpack, and I forgot there was a gun in my backpack. Well, how do you not go through your backpack before, you know, you just grab a random backpack when you're going somewhere? <laughs> or you just, no, don't you pack that backpack? Yeah. Just, or do you just go, well, I usually keep a backpack with a travel kit and everything else ready to go. It's just always over there in the corner. And it's not sure. I mean, maybe, you know, world travelers, people that do that stuff all the time and are on call, maybe they have a bag ready to go. But yeah. not, not somebody who's just like, oh, I'm going to visit my aunt up in uh, Delaware and I didn't realize there was a Glock in my backpack. You know, Oops, you're a moron. Um, not the aunt. She's probably cool. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the um, The – Passenger at Philadelphia, he did not make an accident. No. This was yeah. He he was up to something yeah, nefarious. Yeah, exactly. This was this was intentional acts on his part. Uh, he 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 took the air, the gun through, tried to take it through in his shoe. Yeah. So first question is, this guy got a big foot, or a or a little gun, or a combination of both, or a combination say, of neither. You know? I'd say both. They
5: don't specify his shoe size, but it's a twenty-five caliber. Automatic. Yeah,
4: and it's a uh, not a good one. <laughs> I'm surprised that having this in the shoe, in the boot, it did not destroy it. Yeah, you know, by putting <laughs> the body weight on this, on this firearm. Yeah, uh, it, it's small enough; it probably fit in the arch of his foot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so the TSA reported the man at Philadelphia Airport tried to sneak through on Wednesday with a handgun artfully concealed well, in his shoe. Hmm. Art- artfully. Artfully.
9: That's an interesting I don't interesting,
4: see what he said. Maybe he maybe he drew a foot on it. I don't know. Uh, just, uh, maybe he maybe he went
5: to the trouble and tried to some way somehow cut out oh. the insole of his of his boot. Let's so see what get it a little bit more clearance. Let's see what happened here.
4: TSA officers at the airport detected the twenty five caliber handgun at a security checkpoint and alerted city police who confiscated the gun. It was not loaded. So this might have been a test run. Might have been a test run. We see that a lot. Uh, Gerard Spiro, the TSA's federal security director at the airport, said this was not a case of forgetfulness. This was an intentional effort on the part of the individual to try and board the plane with a gun. Uh, Incident marked the 18th time TSA officer at Philadelphia International Airport discovered a gun this year. Now, again, I'll bet you those other 17 times were uh, dumb clowns, (laughs) uh, donkey people. Or or just simply forgetful. Yeah. Last year, 4,432 firearms were discovered in carry-on bags at airport security checkpoints throughout the U.S. 87% of those weapons were loaded. TSA does not allow drivers to carry firearms in checked bags. Uh, so long, I'm sorry, it does allow them. and You can carry a gun. In your, we've talked about yeah. this many times. You can carry a, a firearm in a checked bag. There's a lot of rules. Spend an extra hour and a half at the airport before you, you plan on oh, being yeah. there. Uh, You know, there. But, but if you want to take that firearm with you, which is your right to do so, it's going to take a little bit of extra work on your part.
5: yeah, that's, that's when we thought we would kind of help things along when we you know the group of us were going out to uh, Las Vegas for shot, <laughs> SHOT show. <laughs> I, oh, I brought my personal rifle case yeah, yeah, rolling rifle case rolling yeah. rifle case yeah. and we've all loaded it with all of our handguns. So you picture a rifle yeah. case yeah. with handguns in it. we thought, okay, it'll make things easier. Yeah, no. When, that, uh, that many handguns
4: freak the, the TSA out. Uh. For, for those of you that are that old, the um, the movie Uncommon Valor from the mid-80s, when they go down into the basement there in Thailand or wherever they are, because they got all their guns stolen and they have to buy new firearms to go do this raid on the mm-hmm. Vietnamese prison camp, and they open up this Foot Locker, and there's nothing but Guns and ammo and grenades and knives and that's what it looked like when Earl's <laughs> rifle case got opened up. I mean, there was I it was probably what a group of ten of us, right? I and um, and uh, most of us were dual carriers, you know, at least two firearms. I got um, two hands, don't I? Yeah, two, exactly right. A, pair, a couple of knives per per person. <laughs> um, I, I, I made the, up for a few of them. Yeah, I think the flashlights went in there. Of course, all the ammo went in there. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, when you opened this up, it looked like a rolling gun show. You, know, <laughs> you could get everything you wanted right there. And uh, when, when they asked, they said, well, whose guns are these? Um, we all spoke up. Mine's Mine Here, here, here. Um, and if you say, I guess if it belongs to different people, everybody's supposed to put a tag on it, but, on their gun, but I think we just did the, no, no. It's one case. I was going it's, to say, it's, it's, one it's solid my case, case so yeah. these are all mine, yeah, Exactly right. as yeah. far as the airline is concerned, yep. fellas. Yep. And, uh, and Florida is one of six states where there's no open carry in an airport or any kind of carry in an airport, uh, inside uh, any part of the airport. Most airports, excuse me, in 44 states, you can carry a firearm concealed or open carry right up until you get to the, the federal checkpoint. Yeah, security. Um, Florida is one of those cases where that's not so. You, you don't get you don't get that at all. Um, and the um, uh, so we got to the airport in Vegas, and we we've gotten outside the building because we want to free people out inside the building, but got behind a column in the waiting area waiting for our ride.
5: Yeah, we were waiting on the <laughs> shuttle. <laughs> like, well, well, well. We got nothing else to do. It's, yeah. What one two o'clock in the yeah. morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start loading up, fellas. It. it was just click,
4: click, 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 click slide bank, knives going in sheets. <laughs> you know, it's there was an
5: older couple standing, you know, 10, 15 feet away from the couple. And they, they could kind of hear the commotion because yeah. we're all here, pass me this, pass me that. Yeah. that you know, that one's mine. Hand it over here. And they just kind of, they were, we didn't realize they were there when we started yeah. this. They big Big ste-
0: columns. Big wide
5: columns. They yeah. stepped back. Yeah kind of got a good eyeful of what was going on, you know, kind of a panicked look. And they stepped forward. and They never came out from behind the <laughs> column.
4: Yeah, it was uh, – we did it. We did it. But uh, in, in uh, Philadelphia, evidently, um, this gentleman uh, just, just put, that, put it in there. And uh, Well, yeah, he, he was trying to
5: break the law, taking yeah, it yeah, past security. Yeah. We're, we're, we're giving a comedic review yeah. of following the law, doing, doing it the way it's supposed to be done.
4: This guy faces a uh, stiff federal financial civil penalty. First time, uh, first typical offense, fine is forty-one hundred dollars. Four grand. Yeah, wow. They could be as steep as uh, thirteen thousand six hundred and sixty-nine. Now, that's a nice down payment on a car. Yeah, they're, they're they're forgetting the criminal part of this here. Oh yeah. Because this guy again was not a a a, a, a fool who forgot about his gun and his in yeah. his bag. Those are fines that go to. I mean, I forgot. Okay, well, here's a here's a little reminder for next uh-huh. time, you know. Yeah,
5: this will this will be painful, so <laughs> yeah. you won't forget.
4: This guy's uh, this guy's going to see a little bit of the uh, inside of the pokey, yeah. the federal penitentiary, Gray Bar Hotel. Exactly. So, so you don't don't do that. Don't no. don't uh-uh. don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's bad. Um, hey, listen. Next hour, we've got uh, a story going to talk to you about. There's a it's gun safety, gun safety. There's another uh, you know youth out there again that ended up the victim of uh, of gun violence that didn't need to happen because the, the education and the safety wasn't there yeah. so so next segment we're going to bring on the uh... the founder of, of uh, uh, kids safe that's uh... s-a-f-e it's a it's uh... A, the acronym a kids safe organization so if you want to go to kids safe dot org dot org so you can follow along uh... during the next segment um, this guy's this guy's great this guy's Derek he's been out there in the pacific northwest training. Kids and families on gun safety, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk to him when when, uh, when he comes back. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming here live from the Ideal to Feel Self Pistol Studio. See you after the break.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. Earl.
11: This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, thank you for coming back. Thank you for joining us again after the break. I know sometimes you get on the on the break and there's a commercial comes on about a car dealership or something. and You're like, man, I gotta go. I gotta go right now. Well, we appreciate you sticking around through the program. Go to the dealer after the show. Make sure you go there after the show. But uh, during the show, we got important stuff to talk about. So you need to you need to stick with us. And and this right now, this segment, this is one of them important stuff to talk about. This is not me and Earl just goofing on each other. This is uh, this is good stuff. There's a story out of uh, out of Tampa Bay that uh, in florida that uh, we were looking at it. so it's a it's another a kid that was killed back in uh uh i think it was december of this last year and it was again earl with a gun they thought was unloaded oh yeah that so, that's the typically that's always the first thing that everybody says oh uh, i thought it was thought unloaded. it was unloaded thought it was unloaded so what i want to do is i want to bring in uh, uh mr uh derek leblanc from a uh, kid's safe foundation uh derek and i met a a few years ago at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, we were on the same panel speaking next to each other. So, uh, Derek, welcome to the program. Hi, Hi Michael, thanks for having me. Um, it's a, uh, listen, it's, it's a pleasure having you here with us. First, tell, tell, me, about the, tell me about the organization.
11: Okay, so the Kids Safe Foundation, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, we're based in Oregon, and so we teach farm safety and accident prevention to kids. Uh, since our founding in about 2016, we've reached about 21,000 kids in four states, and, and taught them life-saving skills on what to do if they ever came across an unsecured firearm. You know, so this, you know, I read that story—the the link that you shared with me—and you know, uh, proper education probably could have saved that life.
4: Yeah, and that's what it looks like. It's—it's um, a, it's, uh, you know, whether there was no parent there that taught anything, whether the, you know the the gun was from, you know, somebody else, uh, you know, that that brought it into the household. You know, there, there's no way to know. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the key things that when we talk about it on the program, and, and you know, we're, we're, all, we're all parents here, um, is I don't care if there's no guns at your house. I don't care if there's no guns at your relative's house. Um, you still need to teach this class because, uh, the, you know, the, the guns w- will find their way in, in, into the life of a person.
11: Yeah, and, and that's, that's, you know, our program's kind of modeled after water safety. You know, we teach every one of our kids in society how to swim because we don't want them to drown. And this is kind of the same principle behind our firearm safety program. That's why we're, you know, starting to translate it into, you know, Russian, Chinese, Spanish, American sign. Because, you know, we want to reach every kid and teach them the importance of if they don't know, leave that gun alone, you know, and treat every gun like it's loaded, you know. So, you know, that's the thing that comes down to, you know, parent, parental responsibility as well. It's like, why did, that, why did that kid have access to that firearm? You know, we got, we got to do better.
4: Uh, you know, reading through your the organization paperwork here it says you know stop, don't touch, run away, tell an adult, and that's you know I know what I've I've taught my kids. Earl taught his, uh, you know, and Kevin, you know, he taught his children that that as well. Um, we just weren't smart enough like you to actually write it down and, and teach it, and teach others about it in the in the uh, in the big numbers you have you doing. It's um, it's what was what, what was the reason you, you got into this? Was it was it your having children, or was there was there a specific incident?
11: Well, it was, it was, I kind of had a light bulb moment. I was, a, I was a new instructor. I was working with, you know, back in, it was back in 2013, I became an NRA-certified instructor. And so I was working with parents that were new to firearms, right? And so I had this light bulb moment in the middle of the night one time where I have to protect the kids. You know, it was my higher power telling me to, to start this journey. Um, so being from Eugene, very, very left of center um, in Oregon, um, I started looking at programs. I looked at one by the NRA, which is was adequate, but unfortunately, it you know was it was kind out of outdated. And you know, being where I'm from, I was worried about how well received it'd be. So then I started developing my own. So about two years of hard development, and then we became a nonprofit in 2016. And you know, we've been just off to the races ever since. You know, it comes down to you know how we word the message. You know, our message is is apolitical. It's strictly about safety and and making sure that those kids have the proper and we're empowering our kids to make good safe decisions, you know. When I when I read that story, there was a couple things that kind of stuck out to me obviously that unsecured firearm, you know, um the age of the child, you know, the, the kid was, you know, 17. Um, you know, the potential drug use that was there in that in that home in that instance. You know, so there's a couple things that really didn't make me feel comfortable that I think that, you know, you know, education probably would have done a lot in that situation, especially with the parents cuz you know, we're you know reaching kids but we're also reaching the families as well so it's, everything's about you know, incorporating the family making sure the family have good information and, and good you know a good safe foundation when it comes to having a firearm in the home and and so you know it's, it's it's i've been very blessed to be able to kind of share my message here to reach more families to kind of let them know about how, the importance of you know safety storage you know obviously we as an organization we don't we don't support any kind of new regulation um, we we prefer you know education and personal responsibility over any kind of new 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 law.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now we find um, I found over here that uh, you know when you when you when you find an adult that wants to have a class that most of the adults are going to ask you about about storage and it's usually because of you know children or or they're afraid of afraid of theft. But to to put that all into this program like you have with that with that uh, with that goal is. Uh, is is, is is wonderful. Now, um, is this, I know you've got this right now, Your are Pacific Northwest, uh, and you've done a little bit in Arizona also, is uh, uh, a c- continued focus there? Are you looking for uh, people to help spread your organization throughout the country, or what's, what's, your, what's your goal? Obviously, besides the safety goal, what's the goal for the organization?
11: So the goal for the organization is, you know, we've reached 21,000 kids. I want to reach 5 million. You know, and so through that, it's, you know, obviously, I need, I need help. I need help spread the message. I also need people. Um, right now, we're in the final development of our instructor development program, and so everything's in legal review right now. And so the goal is, once that's ready, is we'll be able to incorporate instructors from all the country, you know, with the help of, you know, Bass Pro Shop, Cabela's, and other qualified instructors, and be able to get our message to to the masses. And that's, that's the goal is just is grow through the positive, positive message, positive vibes, and teaching you know respect safety and responsibility when it comes to these farms we never we never demonize our farms there our, our farms are tools our, our guns are not scary and, and so that's why we're, we're we're starting on and we also offer live fire training as well which is very very important because we get to reinforce the safety principles that we learn in, in our first class that's strictly action prevention but we also get to incorporate the live fire training as well and we're starting these kids typically about six to seven depending on their maturity and so we're you know, we're actually – people that have never owned guns are now coming to us because they see the, how it's actually working, and, and it's helping keeping their kids safe.
4: Now, if a parent comes to you, you know, and says, listen, I just, I just want the safety portion of this. I don't want my kid to do live fire. That's that's two separate things. They could still do that?
11: Yeah. Oh, yeah. From that, that's the benefit is, is everything comes up to that parental responsibilities, whether they see – that as being something viable in their life right so education at, at of prevention level which is the, the basis for what we're doing um that one is definitely that's open for every family and and so and some families, they don't they don't choose to join us on the range which is fine i respect that um but ultimately if they have that that basic knowledge on you know how that firearm works what potentially could be dangerous if they come across an unsecure firearm um, you know, that's what's going to help keep those kids safe and, and make sure that they live long, happy, productive lives.
4: What's the, what's the goal? you got a, You got an incredible little motto that goes with this. Tell us, tell us the goal.
11: So my, the mantra is zero firearm accidents is the only acceptable goal. And so I kind of modeled that, and, and if I have people that kind of they're curious, like, what does that actually mean? Well, Well, until I get to zero, I'm still going to be working towards that goal. You know, right now a, we lose about eight to nine kids per day across the country to an unsecured firearm accident, which I have a hard time stomaching accident when it's a young child. Like how did that kid come in contact with that firearm? Yeah. You know, we have to take responsibility. We have to, right. you know, obviously ed- educate our kids. And we also, if we have a gun that we use for a defensive purpose, that we make sure we keep that secure when it's not on us.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think it's an accident. It's through someone's, someone else's negligence. Uh, that that has yeah. happened, um, uh, Derek. How do people get get a hold of you? Follow you, go, get, you know, if they want to reach out and help or be involved.
11: Okay, so you can find us on our website, kidsafefoundation.org. You can also find us on on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also on TikTok as well, under Kidsafe Foundation. You can you can find us there. You can send us an email. Uh, we have an 800 number list as well. You can always give us a call and find out, you know, how you can get involved. And you also can donate through our website as well. If you if you feel Comfortable and 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 feel like that's
4: something you want to do. Well, heck yeah! Listen, you know these these nonprofits—they they don't happen for free. You know that's why they're called nonprofits. No. So, uh, uh, Derek, thanks so much for joining us one more time. What's the website?
11: So our website is
4: kidssafefoundation.org. That would be two S's. Kidsafefoundation.org with two S's in there. Uh, Again, Mr. Derek LeBlanc, thank you very much for joining us, folks. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. We'll see you after the break.
6: The Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation.
1: Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at kel
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast, and around the world with Mike and the guys and the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios.
1: The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snagman the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Again, I want to thank our last guest there, because we're running out of time at the end of the segment here, for uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Derek LeBlanc from uh, Kids Safe. Uh, foundation.org, that's Kids Safe Foundation.org, and it's kids with an S, then S for safe. So there's two S's right there back-to-back back, next to each other. So uh, the story that we started talking about uh, that, that led us to get uh, Derek on the program here is this story out of Tampa Bay. It's how uh, it's we didn't think the gun was loaded. And, and listen, if I can tell you the number of times I've ever heard that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a horrible number. It's a horrible number. Derek, I'm sure, hears it all the time, with, with, uh, what he does. Hopefully, you know, the, the bringing people, the coming of people to him to train is the proactive training rather than the reactive because it's happened to somebody they know. Uh, you, you know, it, it's just it's a horrible thing. Friday afternoon last December, four teenage boys left the Newsom High School and gathered at the home of where one of them lived in Lithia area of southeast Hillsborough County. That's Tampa Bay, Florida, for those of us not local Uh, Bradley Hewlett 15 played games on a desktop computer as three of his friends wandered into into a master bedroom in the attached bathroom they found a handgun atop a cabinet they thought it was unloaded someone said they should use it to scare their friend according to investigative documents they brought the gun into the next room I mean this is horrific just reading this Earl this is to, to, to hear and know what 's going to happen, and you just have to read this out loud to people is 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 horrific because yeah again, whether you have kids you you at least at one point were a kid, you know so if you don't have them, you were one. Think about a time in your life where a numb school friend or a numb school friend's parent left a gun out uh, This could have been any one of us right well n- not
5: not. Astounding in defense, but my first thought is a uh, bunch of nosy little twerps. Yeah. You know, go yeah. over to a friend's house and start uh, combing through, snooping through their house. Yeah. And that's what kids do, especially yeah. unsupervised kids, right? Yeah. Um, I ever heard anything about that for, about my child. He wouldn't have to worry about sitting down for a while.
4: Well, and again, I think you're yeah, exactly right, but I think this is the same as, uh, you know, the, the kid puts their hand on the hot stove. You know, yeah. it, it's one of those... They if they don't know, they don't know.
5: You know? And that's yeah, how no. you learn. I've got scars.
4: That's from uh, taking care of the boy when he put his hand on the hot stove?
5: No. <laughs> when, I put, when you grab the hot stove? I put my hand on the hot stove. Well, big. actually, I didn't put my hand on the hot stove. I put my hand directly into
4: the gas burner. I mean, if you're going to do it, just go for it. Oh, yeah. Just go go for big it. or go yeah, home, go, baby. For it. Go for it. Uh, the, the kid in the next room said, oh, that's real. What if it's loaded, one of the boys said. Uh, just then, the gun went off, and Hewlett was shot in the head. Uh, the events surrounding that December 13 shooting are detailed in hundreds of pages of documents that the sheriff's office and the state attorney's office over there has. Uh, the child, Bevan, now 16, is charged in a manslaughter of Hewlett's death. Mater- materials don't tell the complete story, but taken together, they offer new details about the horror and heartbreak that followed. 9-11 call comes in just after 4 p.m. When a call taker answered, a panic-sounding young man spoke rapidly. He was started asking someone what their address was, then struggled to convey what happened. My friend didn't think the gun was loaded. We didn't think the gun was loaded, and someone accidentally got shot. Are they awake? No. Who got shot? One of my friends. Boy said the gun belonged to his friend's father. He said it was put away in his bedroom. Keep pressure on it, he told someone. He's breathing. My legs are going numb. When did this happen? Like two minutes ago. Was it accidental? Yes, it was an accident. First arriving deputy was directed to a downstairs bedroom. Hewlett sat upright in a black computer chair. The documents say, Bevin stood beside him, pressing a towel against his head. I mean, this is just, again, yeah, this, is, mean, this is this is this is a, this is a horror story. You know, they rush him to the hospital. He's pronounced dead. The deputy brings the father to the hospital. He explained that his wife was away in Las Vegas with a sister for a cheer competition. Told the deputy he did not know what was going on. He felt like his life was over. The home where the shooting occurred belonged to a mister Edwin Perez, a Tampa police officer and the father of one of the boys. He was on duty and not home when the shooting happened. You know, this he's not home. Who expects children to come into the house? Yeah. You know, it's, he's a cop. He's got his gun where he knows his gun is, right? Uh-huh. Exactly. He's got his forget that he's a cop. He's a homeowner. He's got a gun positioned so that he could protect the home if, if something happened while he's in the bathroom.
5: Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, trying to bring a little lev- levity to this story, maybe he didn't quite want to go to a shower gun,
4: right, but he right. went with a bathroom
12: gun. Right, right.
4: And, you know, he's a, uh, and and now he's got to live with, that other kids were in his house, uh, you know, without permission to be there, or with permission to be there, it doesn't matter, and that they used A firearm designed for self-protection and that 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 took a life. Uh, It's this is this is rough, this is horrible, Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back to some of what uh, Derek talked to us about. Okay, Uh, and we we've we've talked about this many times here, and we're gonna do it again because guess what? As long as there's one accident or one bit of negligence, we'll we'll keep preaching. Yeah, we'll keep preaching. If you have a child, you need to get them firearm safety. You teach them, as Derek pointed out, water safety when you don't have a pool, right? Yeah, exactly. Because guess what happens? You can end up in a pool. You can end up driving down the street and uh, get run off the road and end up in a, in a river or in the canal yeah. or in, in somebody else's pool, depending on where you live. So you want them to know water safety. Um, you uh, There's no... I, I really think to, to define an age when this is to start is up to that parent to w- when when you can determine that first bit of reasoning
5: in your child. That's what I was getting ready to say is the closest I can come to, and every parent is going to have to make that decision as soon as they think their child can comprehend what they're talking about.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm talking five years old.
5: You know, maybe even earlier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I had a a good friend of mine. We went out to the the gun range. With his son and his little trusty Ruger ten twenty two. he was I wanna say like three and a half, maybe four, at the oldest. And I didn't want to shoot next to the little twerp. Yeah. Because he made me look bad.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. The um and here's what I taught. This is similar to what Derek teaches, and this is what Earl's taught, and this is what Kevin's taught. Um I went with the the zero tolerance, all right? Um, As far as toy guns in the house, in my house, we really had none. There was, like, one for the computer game that was wired Mm -hmm. to the the PlayStation or whatever it was at the time, the old Nintendo, and that was it. And then we had some water guns that were, like, but they stayed in the pool, and they were clear. There was nothing else. Listen, if you've seen some of the designs and craziness that are going out there in gun design right now and in Airsoft, you can't, really can't tell the difference in some. Yeah. Um, so we went zero, zero tolerance. If she found anything, uh, it, was, it was stop, go away, find an adult. Right. Um, stop, tell, go find an adult. Um, that's at school. That's at somebody else's house because, remember, it doesn't happen in your house. Right? You've taught your kid there's no guns in your house. It's when they're at the neighbor's house. It's when they find it you know, walking home from school because somebody threw out of a window when they were getting chased by the police. Right. You know? That's when this happens. Don't care if it's, a, if it's a toy gun. You know, you, you say, hold on, stop, and you get the parent, and you go, is that a toy gun? Mm-hmm. And you find out. And that's it. That stops this. Oh, that would have stopped this from happening. That would stop the 8 to 10 a day that are happening around yeah. the country like Derek talked about. So uh, no matter where you are, get some training for the children. Uh, even if you don't have a gun and you're anti gun Get training for the children. Yeah, you might be anti-drowning too, but guess what? You want your kid to know how to swim. Yeah. All right. So make it happen. If you want to do it with Derek's organization, that's KidsSafeFoundation.org. KidsSafeFoundation.org. You call any instructor out there. That's that's a that's a halfway decent firearms instructor. They'll help you. They'll help you with this. The NRA does have a program for this. Uh, Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. Um, so in the absence of anything else, you can go to. You can go to the NRA and look up Eddie the Eagle, and they'll give you the tips on how to teach this. This is Arms Zoom Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, until next week, please, excuse me, until, tomorrow, until next, episode, next hour, until about six minutes from now. <laughs> exercise your 2nd memory right If
5: you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember: get your head on a swivel.
1: Merckham.
3: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, Concealed Carry, Gun Safety, The Law, The Latest Gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike.
4: Hey, welcome back to Hogan's Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo, my name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding us through the remaining hour of the program here. Uh, I promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the program by myself, though. Never could. Kept, could never do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't he do kept it. kept trying. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. He couldn't get rid of me. Uh, they kept coming back. They kept finding me. Uh, so on here, here's one of my first my first compadre. In fact, the only compadre in the room today. But <laughs> but, but we'll give him, we'll give the other one the second one uh, the third one whatever number we're using here. Uh, we'll give him his due when we get to it. But uh, number one on the right hand side, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. Ah,
1: really- oh,
4: good to be back. Always. That good to be in the studio, oh yeah, I That think, go ahead. Six, six, six minute break just seems to get shorter and shorter it uh, it, it really does I mean I remember mean, we used to uh, when we first started doing this program well, like six years ago we 'd have that six minute break i 'd like do taxes on the, yeah, you know, say that that's, that's would work out you know? so I was
5: getting ready to say you know because I remember one of the last times we were talking about how long we 'd been doing this show, I happened to be going through my uh, photo. Section on my phone on my smartphone, right, right, and stumbled across one of the photos that we took. It wasn't the very first show we did, but it was probably within that first month and six minutes, like forever. I mean, you know, you know, get up, walk around, yeah, you know, go visit several different people. Hey, yeah. how's it going? What you up to? Yeah. Now, you know, we start a conversation, and you know, hear our producer. All right, one minute. What? Yeah. Already? Who's he talking to? She's talking to us. I was planning on going to the bathroom.
4: Yep, yep. Wait a minute. Yeah, Now we got these Gatorade bottles. We've been in, we've been in, <laughs> oh, we've been in the radio hey. for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Well, he ain't got nothing on truckers. <laughs> hey, uh, on my left uh, would normally be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, Maximum Effort Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Uh, he's not here. He's not getting stabbed again. I don't well, know what he's doing. He is providing
5: that maximum effort. He is. He is on a Saturday afternoon.
4: Yeah, he's
5: legaling. He's doing some lawyering.
4: How many attorneys do you know that go legaling on a Saturday afternoon? Well, probably all of them are getting paid. <laughs> oh, they're getting paid.
5: Sure. <laughs> he's he's yeah. a bro, and yeah. I'll yeah. promote him every way I can. But let's be realistic, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly.
4: Uh, all right. Let's go around the room here real quick and uh, discuss some statistics. Oh, okay. I was like you yeah. said go around the room. Whoa,
5: wait a minute. That means me. <laughs> I gotta pay attention now. Uh
4: let's uh let's do some uh, let's do some top countries. These would to be top countries in the last week that were either listening live last week or have downloaded the program since then.
5: Okay. Um
4: those of you that uh that are listening to us on an actual radio, uh, you know, and I know there's uh listen at least twenty-five cities around the country—they're they're listening to us live. They're listening
5: on the stick. On the, you, you, well, that's, that's radio jargon. On
4: the stick, they're on the stick. They're actually on an actual—you know, you know, <laughs> adjusting volume, you know, putting the you know, adjust, you know <laughs> hit the buttons and the, uh, it, it. Those those we get to see those stats like once every three months. Yeah, it's 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 really weird. Uh, it's just how radio works, you know. That's that's the radio business, by the way. You get your, oh, ratings, yeah. your ratings, and ratings come out, but. uh... Uh these are our these are instant ratings for those that follow us along and listen to us live if you're not happen to listen to us uh, on the radio program. Uh on the actual airwaves. You know, the way the way God intended it really. You know, it's just, God didn't mean for you to have wires coming your house. No. No, it was to listen through the air. That's I really that's how it that's how it was. Um the uh country number one, once again Ooh,
5: ooh, ooh Mr. Kata, again, Mr. Kata. Back
4: ooh, to ooh, back ooh. World War Champs. Go ahead, Earl. You, hey, hey, hey. There we go. U-S-A! There we go. There we go. Exactly right. And when you consider the whole World War champs thing, the next one, I mean, just not even close. Just, just they don't have a World War to their name. They don't even have, like, a Civil War to their name. Yeah. No. I, I don't even think they have a Revolutionary War. I think they were just abandoned. <laughs> um, all right. We're done. Country, uh, country number two is Cambodia. Again, we're big hit in Cambodia. We love you. Hmm. We love you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong uh but uh, we, once again a big hit in Cambodia. I have to say not knocking it just kidding. No, not no I don't, I don't get it don't get it. Uh number 3 is our our, our friends to the Great White North. Hey. Uh, take off eh, in uh, Canada. Uh oh, there and we've got uh, Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm surprised they're listening cuz we're in the uh, we're in NHL finals week right now. So, you know, I'm surprised you know, to <laughs> see those guys have left the tubes, you know. Uh, number 4 is the UK, United Kingdom. United Kingdom. Number five, I just expect this one on here because Kevin's not here. The uh, the Russian Federation. Ah, yeah. dobre uto. Yeah, Yep, yeah. Uh, Martina Navratilova. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Um, I can see her in my head. I oh, lost awesome. I can see her in the... Martina Navratilova. Uh, I was thinking uh, Anna Kornikova. Anna okay. Anna Kornikova, yeah. Anna Kornikova, yeah. I was going to say, you know the hot one that can't play tennis? Nadia Komenici. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. very true. Uh, number six, Belgium. Ah. Great waffles and beer. Yeah, Ooh. waffles and beer. Interesting and kind. and you can have them all,
5: both of them for every meal. Belgian waffles with Canadian syrup. Oh,
4: Canadian syrup. Yeah, I like yeah Canadian syrup better well, than just, uh, just better just than I... Vermont syrup. Uh,
5: well, I don't know about that, but I'm,
4: I'm just, just tying in all Oh yeah. Things.
5: Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah, true. That's yeah.
4: true. I like that. Uh, number seven, uh, Spain. Espana.
5: Espana. Spain. There we Ooh, go. Ooh, Spanish steel. Nice swords. Um, uh.
4: Mexico number 8 Mexico I saw did you know last week uh, within this past week it was the uh, it was the anniversary of the Mexican Independence Day Nice. And I thought, wow, is it Cinco de Mayo all over again? <laughs> 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 because you know why? I'm an ignorant American.
5: <laughs> the world revolves around <laughs> us.
4: Hey. I really did. I was like, is it Cinco de Mayo again? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. This is <laughs> September. Yeah. Uh, number nine, uh, uh Germany. Yabo. Yeah, uh, Yabo. And number 10, India. India. I'm going to be nice, India. Um, I'm going to give you a little bonus here, little number eleven. Uh, the Rock, Republic of Korea. Ah, Republic of Korea. I like to think they listen up there in the DMZ. Okay, they're rocking the border there.
5: Yeah, like old, you know uh,
4: Kim John nowhere there, just just playing playing absolute ridiculousness across the border. <laughs> I think the South Koreans have gone mad, sir. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but uh, old President Moon's gone mad. So let's see. Uh, that's, that's about it for, uh, for, for countries. Let's see if I can't see if my computer can respond quick enough before the end of the segment to give me top cities. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Slow <laughs> <I don't think laughs> Internet. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I know that uh, number one will continue to be uh, uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, because – Who do, do mean, you know in Fredericksburg? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, you know, thousands and thousands – I'll say something of, like that. We've got to know somebody. Yeah, thousands and thousands and thousands of people is, to us in Fredericksburg, Virginia. So, uh, hey, that's it for the stats this week. Uh, we get back uh, next segment. Uh, we'll have actual content.
5: So, hey, way, whoa, <laughs> Wait, whoa. <laughs> what kind of show we running here?
4: Actual content. <laughs> Stick around. We'll be back after the break.
9: That's 425-454-7012.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to
1: coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back
4: to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios location. Bravo. Here we are. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, hey, just to confirm, it was Fredericksburg, Virginia. Nice. Your computer, computer went a little slow on me there. Fredericksburg, Virginia, thank you for being the uh, number one listener of Arms Room Radio. Um, you know, it goes right there with our award. You know, the uh, we won it. It's every year except for 2019, I think we won for Best Weekend gun related show with hosts named Kevin Earl and Mike. So, Hopefully, you know, for the, g- the general public's concern,
5: we're the only weekend gun show with uh, a host named Kevin Earl and Mike. I guess remember,
4: they didn't vote on the 19th, or in 2019, but uh, we didn't win that year. Uh, we didn't win that year. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else out there you know, copying, our, copying our shtick. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Uh, have your jurisdiction, Earl, I know, uh, let's see, uh, uh, similar to mine, you, you, the the kids that have gone back to school, um, I think had a choice, right? The yeah. school board in, yeah. in in our counties, our counties are uh, hey, uh, we're in the same. county. Uh, I'm thinking about because Kevin's in a separate county, so I'm trying to, still trying to Just consider better. all of us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a um, it's they have the choice to either stay home or go to school. Yeah,
5: online or or in person, as they call it. Now. Right, and then
4: the teacher has to do the teach to both teach to the teaches to the camera. And to the students in the class. So she's it's not like it's a separate class event, it's the same class for those two elements. She or he. Or or he. That's right. Yeah, oh yeah. There are definitely he teaches. Yeah. I I am a, yes, but not for that reason. Not for that reason. <laughs> not for that reason. Um, in fact I did some subbing in the last week. Really? Yeah. I know
5: you've done it in the yeah. further back path yeah. but
4: Oh, recently. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Uh had me in there teaching uh history and uh and English. Now the history was fun because I got them straightened out. Yeah. <laughs> Took care of years of erroneous information that they've been uh they've been getting. Game a test at the end and I said, Here's your A for the whole quarter. You nice. go. There you go. There you go. So how how did the kids survive? Oh they did great. They did they did wonderful. They did no, uh, they no did counseling great. needed. No counseling needed. My truck got washed. It was wonderful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah that's, bonus. Sorry, roll. Um, let's see, uh so this is in uh, this is in uh, Louisiana, Jefferson Parish. Uh a nine year old virtual student suspended for on campus weapons violation. Let me make sure you understood what I said there. Okay. A virtual student
5: Okay, that means he's in his house. At the house online. Online. At, at a, probably a laptop. Yep. You
4: know, could be a could be a uh, a, a desktop. You, you're uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would that would be technologist. Technologist. Okay, there you go. Yeah.
5: Um,
4: the, <laughs> the the virtual student suspended for on-campus weapons violation. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He he had a BB gun in his bedroom, and it was caught on the class camera. Okay, because it's legal to own a BB gun, it's, it's legal, it's actually legal for a nine-year-old to own a firearm. He <laughs> just can't, you know, well, do anything with it or take it outside the house. You know? Yeah, let's say be yeah. in possession of it. Correct. Um, nine-year-old, his parents opted to begin his fourth grade school year virtually uh, because of the risk of the, of the RONA. Uh, they said he was suspended this September after a BB gun was spotted in his his bedroom during his online class. Now it wasn't like the BB gun was like spotted shooting an owl or anything like that. It was the BB gun wasn't running around, breaking windows. It was the BB gun. It was in his room. Okay, video into his room. Uh, so my brother walked in the room and tripped over the BB gun. And I put it on the side of me, the student said. Uh, the father said, uh, the handle could still be seen in the computer screen before uh, he was kicked offline. He was immediately suspended, Father said, and faced expulsion. What? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. At the disciplinary hearing, Father said that uh, the son's teacher account matched his son's. So no no discrepancy. Okay. The, the stories are the same. Hearing officer determined that the uh, the child is guilty of displaying a facsimile weapon while receiving virtual instruction from the elementary school, and he was suspended for six days. Okay. Okay. I got a couple of comments here. Uh, let's, let's let's go here. Okay. First off is guilty of displaying a facsimile weapon. Facsimile? Yes, yes. A, a facsimile weapon. Um, could it have been a drawing of a gun?
5: Uh, yes, maybe.
4: Could it have been a Pop-Tart chewed into the shape of a gun?
5: Ooh. I'm going to go with a Pop-Tart chewed in the shape of state of Florida. But... Yeah,
4: which is... Yeah. Maybe, the gun. maybe if he had a state, maybe if he had a map of the state of Florida,
5: they don't call it the gunshine state <laughs> for nothing. Yeah.
4: So, okay, it's a facsimile weapon, a facsimile okay. weapon, depending on where you're from and how you pronounce, I guess. Yeah. Um, the, you're, uh,
5: you're up north, and I'm yeah, southern. I know. Um, the.
4: Uh, so he's suspended for having for having that. It, in 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 his own home. Yeah. It was never picked up. Was never pointed at another kid. Was never pointed at the camera. Never done that. Brother walked through tripped on it and they set it up and it wasn't even like set up in front of the camera like he said you could see the handle you know i'm, I'm assuming he means the stock
5: probably yeah, yeah he yeah. probably you know set it you know leaned it up against the table yep. probably barrel on the floor stock up against yep. the table
4: yeah that or that's what i figured i figured like like on top of his his dresser or something like that yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe either way maybe. he could you yeah, could have yeah. seen the stock part of it you yeah. know either way yeah. um suspended for 6 days here's my other question how many days a week are at school Okay. A six-day suspension, and I know I'm going to go all – I know you're going to hate this. A six-day suspension, that's a starting pitcher's suspension in baseball. Because starting pitchers only – they pitch every fifth day. So when they want to suspend them for two games, it's got to be a six-day game a 6 day suspension. So that way they miss two games. Um, this is ridiculous. I mean, is this kid – is this kid pitch on the ball team for the school? I mean, <laughs> what, are they, what are they doing here? I don't, I don't, I don't I get don't that. Part. I don't get that part. The six-day suspension. Uh, Louis D. At a Department of Education a school behavior report uh, reviewed list the incident as possesses weapons prohibited under federal law.
5: Okay.
4: Uh, wow! I mean, it is not I, prohibited I,
5: I, under I, federal law. Th- this this is an aspect to where COVID nineteen has really. I'm going to generalize and say, really screwed up society, because this is a situation, what I would really love to hear Kevin's take on this, what is the legal aspect? Yes, they are, through the internet, participating in school activity.
4: But they're in their own home. These school rules were that were meant, and the penalty he was given was for what happens if you bring a BB gun to school. Physically on Physically school, school, government property. What if the brother has, I don't know, a cold or ADHD or whatever, and he's got some sort of prescription med sitting on the dresser in the background? Is this kid now charged with bringing uh, somebody else's prescription narcotics to school? Potentially, based on the standard that yeah, they set up.
5: Yeah, it sounds like it. It's, it sounds exactly like it. He's just a couple steps below dealing.
4: What we have here is an overreach by the Parish Public Schools. Excuse me, the Jefferson Parish Public School System. Is it's, it's, that's that's what it is. This is about control, control, and control. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not making the kid wear a mask on the virtual, uh, virtual calling. I remember hearing,
5: uh, some, there's a
4: business out there that did it.
5: There were some, the, I can't remember which state or county, but the county employees, you know, probably big wigs that had to have virtual meetings and everything, even though you're sitting in your own home, you're sitting at your own kitchen, dining room table, uh, but you're on a, you know, uh, an internet phone call yeah. or, you know, virtual meeting. Wear a mask.
4: They told them to do that because they wanted them to set the example to people, for the people at work. Huh? No. What? about you, people at work, you make your own mind up, and I'll make my mind up here at home. And, yeah. Uh, and exactly. boss, I, you can uh, – I want you to get a big hammer. I want you to go to the beach, and I want you to pound sand. That's what, <laughs> that's what I want you to do. I want you to bring a, much. a flat one, too, like you're, like you're putting up a circus tent kind of hammer. Yeah, be a, a little to, bit more effective. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And Just just go out there and pound as much sand as you can. So, absolutely ridiculous. And Jefferson Parish. Listen, I'm going to have to go look up where Jefferson Parish is. I mean, obviously, it's in Louisiana, but I don't think of Louisiana being one of them liberal states. You know, yeah, that would not be um, my first guess. Obviously, some of New-, New-, New Orleans is going to have that. New Orleans? Old big city You know, with, with uh, public utilities that don't work. So, Hey, listen to arms. You're ready to come to life from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, location Bravo. We get back. Fingers crossed go. Whoa, what
10: a whopper. Where's my net?
11: Whoa. Help!
6: They say your life flashes before your eyes right
2: before you die.
6: It's a girl! Life jackets save lives. Visit myfwc.com for more information.
2: Hey, boss, don't you
3: just
9: love this time of year? Now! Come on, the weather's changing, football season's here. I don't like anything in 2020, okay? Fair enough. But Halloween will be here before you know it. True. That's always a good night for us crooks. Nobody gives a second look to our disguises. Yup. All we gotta do is make sure we pick houses without safe touch security and we're golden. Ugh, just mentioning safe touch security puts me in a foul mood. I know, all those houses, off limits to us crooks cause of safe touch. Yeah, they got their 45 second response time, the two way communicator. No freedom loving crook messes with a safe touch house. Exactly, it's why we stick to the crooks are us motto, stay Stay away from from safe safe touch touch houses. houses. Hey, now there's one thing that's not upside down this year. (sighs)
7: Crooks know to stay away from Safe Touch houses. Hi, I'm Lester Jackson, president of Safe Touch Security Systems. No one beats our technology or our price. Call Safe Touch today at 888 723
9: 8682 or go to SafeTouch.com. State license number LVA 4188.
7: Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical. and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American Shooting Sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To so locate a dealer near you or to Check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactic cool. Insist on GunTech USA Parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting.
3: You're listening to Arm's Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arm's Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
5: The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
4: Army Sergeant Mark A. Simpson died September 26, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Simpson, 40, of Peoria, Illinois, was assigned to the 20th Engineer Battalion, 30th 6th Engineer Brigade of Fort Hood, Texas. He was killed in action in Kandahar, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his military vehicle with an improvised explosive device. Simpson did construction and worked as a bailiff in Colorado and had been in law enforcement in Texas before joining the military in 2004. He was going to do this until he could retire where they kicked him out, his sister said. He knew he needed to do this. Simpson, known by comrades as Pappy, was a Star Trek fan and loved the New England Patriots. He had previously served in Iraq. He is survived by his wife, three daughters, parents, and four siblings. Also killed was Army Specialist Donald S. Morrison, 23, of Cincinnati, Ohio. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten.
11: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is.
4: Thank you for 10, Kevin Maxwell. It's always been a pleasure to have you uh, sponsor the program sponsor Fallen Harrow, so uh, good luck in your endeavors today. I know, Kevin, you're out there uh, you know, helping people in legal need. Uh, folks, uh, if you want to hear somebody you know, somebody you don't know, somebody you read the book, somebody you saw in a movie here on Fallen Harrow, reach out to us at uh, go to armsroomradio.com, and it would be an honor for us to uh, to do them on Fallen Harrow. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program Major Bill round control, i major. Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing yeah, well. Yeah, not too shabby. How are you doing, sir?
0: Well, uh, I, I I am doing uh, fairly well. No complaints. Uh, if I can just piggyback for 10 seconds off of Fallen Hero, uh, today is the anniversary of my former partner, Deputy Chris Schaub, of the uh, Brad County Sheriff's Office, uh, died in the line of duty uh, on this day seven years ago. Uh, So I just wanted to remember him, uh, put him out there, and uh, just honor his memory. So thank you for that quick moment. Sorry I I, I jumped on the bandwagon there, but I felt it was important.
4: Not a problem. A pleasure and an honor, and, and we'll do it proper next week for him. I promise you that. I appreciate that so other than uh, than then you know jumping on the uh adding to the the fallen hero segment, what, what else you got going on down here what's 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 going on in the world of uh in the world of major bill and the world of law enforcement
0: well uh, uh we see what is happening in uh Louisville uh where you know let's not let the uh the truth get in the way of a, a good riot
4: um, <laughs> the heads, well, I
0: need the a new TV. up there i'm sorry yeah uh you know it's been watching it closely i got uh some friends that are on the ground there working uh federal state uh and the louisville metro uh, police um proud to say a buddy of mine who's with the uh uh, kentucky state police uh said uh, he sent me a picture and it's uh, uh, other pictures have gone viral of it uh however you know where are most uh, chiefs and commanders when, when stuff like this is going down? They're, they're uh, you know, behind the lines or they're, they're somewhere directing what's going on. Not the, uh, not, not the director of uh, Kentucky State Police. He was in a vest, suited up out there on the lines with his troops. Uh, so that, that was uh, definitely nice to see uh, out there. But, you know, they had two officers that were, that were shot there. Uh luckily they're they're uh non life threatening and they'll be okay. Um but we see these peaceful protests are are, are not quite so peaceful.
4: No, no, definitely not. Um you know it, it's it's re- ridiculous. I saw the what was it two or three weeks ago now, I guess I came out with the CNN reporter that said uh um it was a mostly peaceful protest and the buildings were on fire in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's>, yeah. Um
5: <laughs>
0: No, it's, it's that's not
5: peaceful protest. That's full-blown rioting.
0: Well, you know, that's also like you know they say there's only a you know forty percent chance of rain. Well, if it's raining on you, it's a hundred percent chance that forty percent of that rain is 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 on top of you. So it's, you know, we can uh, we can skew numbers or or uh, uh, make words uh, mean different things. Uh, you know, when when you want to. Oh, of course whatever fits the narrative. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh I got I got a story for us today that I'd like to share. Um it's it's not a Florida man story, but it's a sub genre that I'm gonna start going with now of Only in Florida. Oh so, okay. All right. uh, <laughs> only in Florida. Duh. Only in Florida. Yeah. It's it, it it's it deals with Florida and law enforcement, and, it, you know, okay. something like this. Okay. Uh, okay, it's only in Florida. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office received a frantic 911 call a couple of nights ago uh, where the caller said that there was someone yelling, shoot, shoot, I dare you to shoot. Uh, so, of course, you have something like that. Uh, you have a uh, you have a response. Uh, the, the great men and women of Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office responded out uh, to that address over there in Tampa. Uh, and they knocked on the door of an apartment uh, and met with uh, Devin G- uh, Garnett, uh, and they wanted to make sure everything was okay. And he was like, uh, yeah, why? And they told him what happened. And it turns out that Devin and two of his friends were knee-deep in watching the Stanley Cup Finals, which I myself also am doing with you know the, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars. And Steven Stamkos, the team's captain, uh, finally got out on the ice after some injury, uh, and he was lining up on uh, the, the Dallas goalie, and they were yelling, shoot, shoot. I dare you to shoot. <laughs> shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. Uh, not Take shoot shots. The puck, and shoot Take the shots. <laughs> wow. Well, and you know, and he Florida did shoot, suspense. and he scored. So uh, Steven Stamkos got the puck first shot he had on the ice he scores a goal but of course you know they're up there yelling they're cheering for for the bolts uh you know and they're when you got the puck that's what you want your player to do shoot the puck shoot the puck and that's what he meant by it uh but <laughs> they were uh, so loud and so boisterous that then the neighbor below them uh was scared and called 911. but uh you know that's what you have when you have some uh, you know diehard fans. Uh, they're out there, and of course, only something like that would happen in Florida.
5: Well, and in, in defense of our native native-born Floridians, we don't know nothing about them northern sports.
0: <laughs> well, it is the uh, the next to curling. I think is probably one of the greatest <laughs> sports uh, that we have out there.
11: Uh, oh, I don't doubt the, the, it.
5: I'm, I've I've enjoyed watching it. I'd I'd love to. Find out the, the particularities, and
0: if if there are actually any rules involved, <laughs>
4: like, don't let
0: him. There, 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 don't are, let him there are rules, Earl, and the next time that I'm up there, uh, we will sit down over a, uh, you know, maybe like a Labatt Blue or a Molson. You know, it's got to be a Canadian beer. Um, and we'll, <laughs> we'll sit down over that, and I will explain to you uh, the rules of hockey. Don't worry, it won't take long because, you know, there's, there's
4: – there's not they, many. They
0: have rules, but hey, they're more sure like guidance.
4: guidelines.
0: <laughs>
4: hey, don't let uh, don't let Earl fool you. Him and I shared uh, season tickets to the local hockey, uh, the, the minor league hockey team for four years. Okay, so uh, – and now now it might have been twice we went to our seats.
5: But <laughs> we didn't make it too far yeah, away from the bar.
4: He's been to an arena
0: before.
5: Uh, a couple of times. He's, of he's
4: times. heard people yeah. yell, take shots, you know. That's it.
0: Well, you know, maybe you know some people they you know they're they're not a hockey fan so they wouldn't understand. So yeah, it, listen, the whole you know uh, see something or maybe in this case hear something say something. Uh, yep. you, know, you can't fault the guy to do it, but the deputies checked it out, made sure everything was good to go, and those guys got to go back uh, watching the hockey games.
4: So. Major, thank you for a Florida story, and please be safe down there.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, all my brothers and sisters, blue. Remember, wear your fast, wear your seatbelt, Texas thing. Always home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed from Pistol Studios. The
2: guys will see you right after the break.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
1: The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Location, Bravo. Here we are, just like that. Location Bravo. And uh, and, and here we are. We're coming to the very last segment of the program. Of great for today. Yeah, it's it's just, it happens all the time.
0: Yeah. It happens
4: all the time. Um, it may have happened. I have not checked the news since we started the program today, being Saturday. If you happen to be listening to us in the future, um, well, send us the lottery numbers first, and then um, <laughs> you know, we excuse the news being late. So, yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. sometimes that happens to us. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett, ACB. ACB is in the replacement for RGB so well for
5: RBG RBG yeah that, that, that announcement
4: was made Well it's it supposed to be made today before we went on the show they were like okay he's getting ready to do it and so I don't know if you want to if you want to quick Google that because your, your computer is made in the last 10 years not mine um, and uh, but I want to give you some, uh, some some tips on Amy Coney Barrett first off how cool is to have somebody named Barrett potentially on the Supreme Court Yeah, one of the most powerful rifles ever made, the Barrett 50 Cal, uh, and uh, she's got that name there. Um, I want to give you what our our, our perhaps new Supreme Court justice some insight on our new Supreme Court justice, uh, what her Second Amendment viewpoints are, Uh, while Earl's confirming whether or not it uh, it was announced or not. I
5: I just quickly Googled it, and I don't know what to go with. 19 hours ago, the New York Times says Trump they confirmed, yeah, Amy Coney Barrett, right. Six minutes ago, The Guardian says Amy Conant Barrett set for Trump nomination. Yeah, so we'll go with that. And four hours ago, Chicken Noodle News, Trump to announce Supreme Court nominee. Okay, they don't even know what they're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just reading headlines.
4: We'll go with Amy. Uh, And if it's not Amy, and listen, if it's Tuesday and it ends up being uh, uh, Ms. Lagoa, well, then we apologize to her. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Or if it ends up being you know, Judge Wapner, I don't know. We, we apologize.
5: My, my personal opinion is while I am rooting for Ms. or Mrs. Lagoa because she's a Florida native, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, I want the
4: best qualified person to take RGB's spot. I want somebody extremely more qualified than RGB was because. She was not a constitutionalist. Uh, she was um, a ra- – I, I want to say radical is the wrong word. She was a revisionist. Okay. She, um, she tried to ignore the Constitution and go with public opinion.
5: Yeah, as um, I, said, I think somebody I,
4: – I heard somewhere some
5: that if the Supreme Court was given the opportunity to quote-unquote rewrite the Constitution, she would not reference the Constitution. Correct.
4: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that that's kind of scary. Correct. Correct. So, um, Judge she's still Judge uh, Barrett. She's not Justice Barrett yet. So, if I screw that up, I apologize. Uh, Judge Barrett, she she has not had a big Second Amendment uh, you know, okay. case previous caseload that she she's done. Okay. Um, the one case that she did or she was involved with was it did involve. Uh, uh, felons with with firearms. And that was a gentleman by the name of uh, Cantor. Uh, he received a prison sentence of a year and a day, uh, followed by two years of supervised release. This was uh, uh, he pled uh, to, guilty to one count of mail fraud for shipping inserts he falsely claimed were approved by Medicare, blah, 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 all that, that kind of nonsense. But So he was a non violent uh, uh, felon. He was convicted of a non-violent felony. Um, well, because he was, it was a felony conviction. He meant he permanently lost his constitutional right to possess firearms. Unless you happen to be in one of them states where you apply for it and get it back, or do time, you get it back as well. Okay. Um, uh, he got a ban, a ban on gun ownership by people because he's from Wisconsin and it's the federal law there. So federally, he was he was barred from having it unless, of course, giving it back. Well, uh, you know, he he it came back around that he wanted his firearms. I'm sorry. And um, and she got the case. The case came before her and, and, and you know the other judges on the panel there put the seventh seventh circuit, I believe it was. Yeah, the seventh circuit. And she said that she did not see the issue with allowing non violent felons, you know, basically white collar crimes kind of people. Right. To have permission given back for their firearms. Okay. Okay. Um So here's what I hear when I hear that. I don't hear anything about – it's not about the rights of criminals, the rights of felons, or anything like that. What I'm hearing is it's more – it's a more pro-gun stance. It's show me a reason you shouldn't have a gun. Right. That's what I'm hearing from her. I don't hear, well, you're a felon, so blanketly I'm going to ban them. I hear, show me a reason you should not be allowed to protect yourself and your family. Right. You're nonviolent. You have no propensity that I could see in your past that you went out and used a gun in a violent fel- felony crime. It wasn't an armed robbery. It wasn't a, wasn't a shooting or anything like that. I, I would give her the
5: benefit of the doubt, generally speaking, because you are appearing before a judge. So you've screwed up somehow. Correct. Correct. But she's looking at every opportunity she can to save
4: your Second Amendment rights. Correct. Correct. So she is on her examination saying that, you know, she does not see why guns should be taken, firearms should be taken from non-violent felons. Now, again, you know, is that, that, uh, you know, something she's adding at the end? Is that something she wants to see eliminated in the beginning? Don't don't know. That was just the the reason there. Um, What I do know is that she's a strict constitutionalist. Sounds good in my book. Strict constitutionalists. Are 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 very that's that's rule of law. Mm-hmm. That's not reinterpret. Right. That's not reinterpret the law and make a name for myself. That's not. I'm going to file an injunction against the president because um, he said we're not going to let foreigners in during COVID. No. A strict constitutionalist. You want to know why not? You only hear Democrat lawyers saying that. Why you're only hear liberal lawyers on the bench saying that? They they
5: think it's a detriment.
4: They believe it's okay for them to legislate from the bench, and you don't hear that from a strict constitutionalist because they know it's not in their purview. It's not their lane. Mm -hmm. So they're going to stay out of it. It's important to learn what your lane is and stay in your lane or stay out of your lane. So that's a lesson a lot of people have not learned. Uh, And uh, she appears as though she knows that well. Most of the judges that we talk to know that well. Uh, when we talk to these liberal judges, again, they feel like it's their responsibility to uh, to adjudicate from the you know yeah, over, um, over 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 laws. You know? I, I'm a judge. I feel the law should, should, should be like this. Yeah. Yeah. The bench. Well, no, that's not what the law says. Yeah. So uh, please, uh, you know, the way this looks is that uh, she's already been uh, you know confirmed for the Seventh Circuit. She breezed through. I want to say it was 85-15 it was or 80-20 last time when she came through. Normally, a lot of the the, the 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 judges that Trump puts through get through on the 53 to 47 vote, uh, as as there's McConnell pushes them through. But hers was was much greater than that. So I think that's going to speed up the process. How are they going to be able to say, listen, from what we said a year ago is different from what we say now? Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to do that. Um, so it's a uh, it's a good thing. I'm I'm all for putting this person on because. Unlike the last president when they tried to put forward his selection, he was a lame duck president. He had nothing left to serve. It was time for a new president to come in, and it was a Republican-controlled Senate. It was the Republican-controlled Senate controlled the voting process, not allowing a new judge to be appointed until a new president was elected. This one, our president is in the middle of his, or end of his first term. He should continue pushing forward. Like yeah. he's going to be reelected. Yeah, yeah. So that's. I agree that he should be put there. It's not a hypocritical statement. It's not a double standard. The situation is completely different. Yeah. And a- adding my usual levity, I'm
5: wondering what the circus is going to be like finding out who she sexually abused. Oh boy, I've seen her pictures. I mean, she's she's a good-looking woman. She's
4: a good-looking not bad. woman. She's she's a good-looking not woman. bad-looking, yeah. no. Yeah. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm uh, I'm not volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know, I'm just I'm just, just going to stop there. I'm just going to I'm I'm stop there. So, uh, hey, listen, it was a great program today. I want to thank uh, again, uh, Mr. Derek LeBlanc, for joining us from KidsSafeFoundation.org. That's KidsSafeFoundation.org. Uh, Major Bill, of course, uh, joined us as well. And uh, until listen, until we see you uh, next week, please exercise your second number amendment responsibly. If you're not ready,
1: get ready. And
5: if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel.